If you're looking for a new way to support SideMission, check out W.GG, an energy supplement company trying to make a difference. Make sure to use code SIDEMISSION for 15% off your order. Thank you, Dubby, for sponsoring this episode, and we hope you enjoy. Welcome in to the newest episode of Side Mission. I feel like always I'm your host, Rusty Ellis, joined by the boys, Kyle and Matt. And today we are talking about the first of, what, three this year, boys? Three fighting games? That, that seems yeah. like a major oversaturation of a uh, genre, and in some cases it's great. <laughs> so, uh, Street Fighter Six, And it's... I, I don't think that the three of us, I don't think anyone here had a lot of Street Fighter experience. Kyle, I don't know if you did. I know that most of us, the three of us, we primarily play like Mortal Kombat, Injustice. We stick to those yeah. two typically. Um, Street Fighter Six, it got reviewed really, really well. Got nines, got, I think, some tens. Kind of stayed in that realm when it got reviewed. And uh, while this is a very, very high quality game, I think the three of us all agree that uh, it certainly got some flaws. And it's it's a it's a quality quality fighting game, but I'm not sure that. And this is my problem with review scores. Not sure that a lot of those reviews accurately painted the picture of some of the flaws within this game. So we'll go ahead and jump right in. Kyle, we'll we'll, we'll get the low hanging fruit out of the way. Um, the story mode is bad. It's it's bad. It's it's not why you play Street Fighter, but the inclusion of the World Tour mode. It, there's a lot of things in it that I'm just like, why exactly are we doing this this way? And it, it's from the amount of time that your character has to pull up their phone to read a three, 18 text messages from one person or having to have tickets to go to the different parts of the world instead of just letting us go to and from as we please uh, to the whole ambushing system that you have to deal with where if you go out at night, just... Oh, be aware, you're going to get ambushed by about 25 NPCs before you're able to get to where you need to get in the story for yeah. whatever chapter you're in. Uh, Kyle, there's just a lot of issues with this mode. And it's fun at first, but after a while, the cracks start showing and you really can't look at it the same way again. Yeah, I agree. I think that uh, when we first heard about this game, um, our biggest thing was it's going to be an open world type story mode and that's new for fighting games i mean most fighting games have you know just cut scenes in between the fights or you know they're not really that open world uh but this game really promised a lot and i think it was a good try but maybe next time i don't know don't have so many little annoyances in there because they build up very quickly like we said the ambushing thing is the biggest problem with the open world stuff because you could just be walking around and i think that it's really cool that you can fight anybody you want but at the same time npcs can randomly just come up to you and fight you and also they can join battles like while you're in the middle of fighting other npcs can just keep jumping in you end up fighting you know 20 guys before the battle ends and it's just it's way too much i think that you know you should have just left it at us challenging other characters or maybe you know have certain areas of the game that you know come up with a warning and it says you know you will get ambushed in this area don't just have it be anywhere in the open world where somebody can just come up to you and you know ambush you because it's really really annoying yeah, I think that 
the 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 whole being able to fight anybody anywhere it's a cool idea it's a really interesting idea and at first you have a lot of fun with it like i remember when we were all along we were just talking about running up to this you know this old grandma on the street yeah. like level three <laughs> and you just you just whip her ass for whatever reason as your created character um and it's fun for a while at first but after a while again when you realize like how shallow the story is you almost kind of want to just speed past everybody and not even worry about that and it it kind of loses its shine quite a bit. Uh, the other thing that I really had an issue with, and then I'll go to you, Matt. Um, I had an issue with a lot of the named character fights. A lot of them in the, in the story, in the world tour mode, a lot of them are horrifically unbalanced. They are really, really, like, they stack the deck against you just about as much as they can. You know, the first real challenge in the in the story mode, not really counting Luke, because Luke is more or less that tutorial that, as you found out, yeah. Kyle, you're supposed to lose to him. Yeah. Which, I'm going to go ahead and say this now. Video game developers out there, I have only ever one time seen this done properly in a boss fight that you were supposed to lose, and it didn't piss me off, and that was in Sekiro. You're supposed to lose, and even if you win, you lose the fight ultimately anyways. Um, that's a stupid-ass trope. Don't do that anymore. It's a stu- if I win because of my skill, don't punish me and say, "Well, actually, you're supposed to lose this encounter." That's stupid as all hell. If I win, have some dialogue ready and recorded that that credits me and gives me and rewards me for winning and being better at the game. But the first named character fight you come up to is Marissa, and you fight her in the Coliseum, and. Even if you're over-leveled, like, I was level, I think, 21 when I fought her. I I spent a lot of time fighting random NPCs. She was level, I want to say, 15. And she did, like, quadruple damage compared to me. And she had, like, twice my health. And for every eight hits that I got in, she would do one hit and would do somehow more damage than all eight of those hits I did. And I think that that is horribly unbalanced. And again... Why do we have that leveling system? Why is that there if it doesn't matter? Because it doesn't feel like in this story mode, it doesn't feel like that level at all matters one bit. It doesn't feel like it matters because I've fought plenty of NPCs that were significantly lower level than me and they put up a fair challenge because I would just get, I'd play stupid. I fought NPCs that were much higher than me and I would beat them without a sweat. So... There's a lot of balancing issues in this world tour mode. And again, Matt, just one of the many issues. I know you were not a big fan of this either. No, I was not. Um, It's actually one of the things that kind of created a roadblock for me as far as continuing the story. I'm at the first, uh, I I guess you want to say amateur tournament. And like the first guy you go up against, I'm, I'm higher level than him. But this dude, like, the AI is cheap. Like, it spams the grabs constantly. It's like playing against Kyle when he's not really playing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even think think Kyle plays that cheap. I mean, listen, (laughs) we all know and love Thacker. He 100% plays like that. Oh, yeah. Hey, you you see that wall over there? Yeah, I'm going to back you up into that and just constantly mash buttons so you can't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and that's that's annoying because, again, like, that's not, like, you're not getting rewarded for being good. You're just, it's just, the the AI is just playing cheap. Yeah. You know, that's actually one thing I wanted to bring up is, like, in this game, during some of the tutorial sections, like, it encourages you to push the enemy against the wall. I was like... 
man, the, the person who created this tutorial is probably just a cheap-ass player <laughs> who said, no, I encourage this, actually. Um, yeah, no, talking about some of the main character fights, like, there are times where I feel like I'm supposed to lose, but then there are, like, you know, times I feel like, should I be able to beat him? Like, what? why? What's going on? Because, I mean, you get a, a cutscene specifically stating that, you know, they beat you. But then it's like, I, I want to be able to rechallenge them at that point, but it doesn't really technically even give you that option to rechallenge them. So I guess in a way it's like, yeah, I guess I am supposed to lose this. Um, and it's just not very encouraging that I want to keep going in the campaign, which is very... Oh, I, w- I want to say that it is... Very much like if you've ever played a Yakuza game, you kind of know how the open world structure works. It's kind of yeah. like that. And Capcom definitely has its quirks. Like there, there's just some cutscenes where it, it just feels so like quirky and it just feels so comical. Like when I first met Blanca, there's this idol character who's basically wearing, um, you know, this, this a mascot uh, costume, yeah, mascot costume of him. That that whole cutscene, I was just like, what? It's <laughs> just yeah. what, and then like one thing I will say that I do like about the main characters, the fighters, is that when you do get their stances, I think it's cool. Some do work, some do not. Blanca's does not work. Um, my <laughs> my main character being this giant masculine man, looking like having uh, Chun Li's uh, move pull. Or, like, <laughs> I'm thinking this. Yeah. Like, I'm like, bro, you are like you're doing these JoJo poses and I don't like it very much. With, <laughs> not, with, not with your stature, bro. That just didn't work for you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, yeah. like the way you're arching your back. I'm like, there's no way that's comfortable. For there's real. No way that's, there's no way that's comfortable at all. Yeah. What, I was doing pointed feet like ballet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one, th- one thing, you know, what I, what I really hated though about the whole, you can't beat these guys is why did they do it to us every single time we met a named character. It was like, go ahead and fight them. Like, why? Yeah. At, at a certain point, I just didn't even touch my controller. I just looked at my phone until they beat me because I was like, I'm supposed to lose <laughs> this. What's? Why the fuck would I even pick up my controller and try? There's no point. I'm just going to get a cutscene after this. It's stupid to do that over and over. One time, I get it because, like, when you first meet Luke, he's a master. You know, he's training you. If I just came in with nothing and I beat him, I'd be like, wow, you're training me? Really? But, like, every other time... You beat Marissa, but look at the effort you had to put in to beat her. Yeah, yeah, for real. Like, it was ridiculous. When I'm supposed to lose, only... Why why do that so many different times? It makes me want to stop playing the story, to be honest. Like, make them a challenge, sure. Make the named characters, like, make them some of the harder fights, but... Don't make them just cheap, you know, I don't want to say bullet sponge, but don't just make them, like, tanky, tons of health. Don't do that. Like, at least make the fight fair. And that's kind of another thing I didn't love about it. Forgive me, folks, for calling it story mode, because really, that's a disservice to every other story mode in a game ever. Uh, tour. <laughs> tour, because there's not much of a fucking story here. Um <laughs> That's, like, the one thing I don't love is I don't love the vitality system at all. I don't like it. I don't yeah, I don't like your character having a set number of health, and, you know, if you run low, you have to go buy a meal to eat. I don't think, I don't, I don't like that system. And, again, I wish it was just health bars like normal, you know? I wish it was just like a normal fighting game, like how Mortal Kombat does their stories, how Injustice does their stories. I would rather it just be 
like, hey, you know, here's your health bar. It's a normal size health bar, just like every fighter in the game. And, you know, you can have defense and offense stats and all that. I mean, every fighter does. We just don't necessarily know them off the top of our heads. But there's no reason to do this whole, like, having 8,000 vitality and it dwindling away after each fight because, you know, based on how much you got hit. I don't think that system works at all. And then, finally, uh, one of the biggest problems in the World Tour mode, and it's something that from the gate, from the jump, it's very clear how shallow it is. The customization is not, it's not great. It's, it's not. not. <laughs> it's again, it's just, it's, 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 it's very much, it's, it's like a kiddie pool, but it's very clear that the devs thought this was like the deep end of the pool. Like they thought this was a deep customizing customization system. And it just isn't, it's really, really shallow. There's not a lot to it. Um, and I think that, you know, and this is this can transition us to the rest of the game, because I think that the fighting mechanics of the game are actually really, really good. I know that we've ragged on the game quite a bit. We've ragged on World Tour, to be fair, because World Tour is not good. Um, the actual fighting itself feels really good. It feels really good, and the game runs very well. I've said before, and I think I've said this to both of you, fighting games are up there as one of the games of, if, if you, if this, if this genre, if your game has frame rate drops, this is like the one genre you can ill afford that the most in. Because it's mostly all online, it's literally about second-to-second -second combat, and if you have a frame rate drop at the wrong time, you can lose. It won't matter how much you're up by, how much more health you have than another person, you'll lose. The game runs really well. Now, Matt, the game is not fun to look at. <laughs> it's not... The art style is not... Not the best. Um, it's not necessarily our cup. Of, it's not my cup of tea. I know you didn't love it, Matt. Kyle, what did you think about the art style? Did you do you like the Street Fighter style or no? I think it's all right. I think that honestly, you know, it, it definitely looks like an updated form of Street Fighter Five, but I don't know. I I don't think it looks very next gen, to be honest. Um, I think that the environment was the most impressive thing. It was more impressive than the character models to me to be honest, because it was very detailed, but, like, I don't know, the character models are all right. They, I guess Street Fighter's always been kind of cartoony, and maybe I am just used to the more realistic Mortal Kombat, Injustice, Tekken games, you know? Um, yeah. That Nicktoons fighting game, too. That was probably the most realistic one I've ever played. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really think that with the art style, it's, you know, if they were to come out and change it and make it look like Tekken, that'd be really interesting. But also, I wonder how that would, like, go over with hardcore fans of the series. Because obviously, I'm not, you know, a hardcore fan of Street Fighter. So, you know, I'd be down to see a different kind of art style come out of it. I think we've seen other games who have done the same thing. I mean, Zelda's very famous for changing art styles every fucking game. So, yeah. you know, like... It maybe it'd be interesting to see a, a more realistic, you know, looking Street Fighter. I think the way that I've tried to describe it, Matt, I think we talked about this, was yeah. I think that because Street Fighter, obviously, it's very popular over in Japan. It's very, very yeah. popular in Japan, as is Tekken. They're both, they are both, I think fighting games in general are popular in Japan, but this is almost like, it, it, it's it's very like, it's it's very much like a caricature of what, 
people in Japan think culture in the West is like. It's it's very much an over-exaggerated caricature of people in the West. That's why, like DJ, for example, you know, being this tall, jacked DJ that plays beats, that does all that. Again, it's kind of a, an, a, an, you know, I'm trying to think of a, a larger-than-life, you know, caricature of what, you know, an actual person that's similar to DJ would be like. Or, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. Ryu, Ryu or Luke, like Luke, like, think of him like Captain America. He's like an all, like a larger-than-life version of Captain America, basically. But, you know, he's got gigantic-ass muscles, and he's, you know, <laughs> all this. Like, he's exactly, y'all didn't expect to hear that on this episode. <laughs> but, but, like, that's that's kind of what they do, and they've done that for a long, long time. And I necessarily don't have a problem with it. it it's just, it's not for me. It's just not for me personally, Matt. What, what did you think about it? I'm talking about the. I mean, I, I give it to Capcom. Uh, they're they're sticking to the same you know art style in a 3D way that they had back on you know Super Nintendo back in the arcade. Like they still stick to that style, which is why the characters, I guess, look the way they do. I literally point out that Luke's head looks disproportionate to his body. Like <laughs> they don't look attached. It just looks like someone else's body with Luke's head attached to it. Um, Did anybody but, else get distracted by like how big some of the muscles were? I kind of got distracted <laughs> by that. I don't know why. Like I would just be sitting there, like, damn, these this dude's arms are fucking huge. <laughs> uh, these these guys could give Chris Redfield a run for his money. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like, like, like I understand why the why the the games art style is the way it is. Like I said, it's very traditional Street Fighter sticking to the more arcade style, but in a three D setting. So it's not like I would like to see something new back like what you said, maybe a little bit more realistic body types and like more proportions and like but keep Chun Li's thighs, man. Keep Chun Li's thighs. Thick thighs, (laughs) save lives, man. man. I will say, and this is where it really gets frustrating. I feel like all the characters for when they do have lines, I feel like they're well voiced. I feel like they're all well voiced. Yeah, I didn't it also, it, it, it just kind of brings to light another thing in World Tour that's just kind of weird. And again, I hate that we keep going back to that. But, like, why are there some cutscenes with no voice acting? That's weird. Like, I can't yeah. be the only one that thinks that's weird. Yeah, I definitely did not like it. Because, like, if you're going to go in and, you know, voice all of the cutscenes, why would you not also voice, you know these individual like where it's showing you know different camera angles for characters when you're having a like mini cutscene i guess just dialogue but why would you not voice that you know when other times i'll have that same sort of you know mini cutscene dialogue and it's voice acted i'm like what the fuck why wasn't the one before voice acted that doesn't make any sense how you have half of them that are and half of them that aren't when the voice acting is pretty good and that's that, but that's like the thing that's really weird is like, you know, Nintendo does that. We rip Nintendo for that quite consistently about how, like, in Tears of the Kingdom, there was only voice acting in the really big cutscenes. Now, to be fair, if you took all the really big cutscenes and you tied them all together, it's probably a pretty good chunk of the game. It's a pretty good chunk of the game for Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Here, it, it feels like there's just not much voice acting at all. Like, now, the small sample size we get is really good. But it's hard to really judge it fairly almost because we just don't get a lot of it. Now, as far as positives, I do want to say I thought the stages specifically looked really good. I think the stages have a lot of personality. They all feel different. They all feel unique. There's no two that really feel all that similar. I thought those were good. And then I feel like despite the fact that it's really, really hard, and that's how a lot of fighting games are because I'm not good at them, I feel like 
you know, the again, the actual core fighting mechanics of this game are really, really good. They're really tight, and, it, it you know, it's one of those where because of how the challenging, and if you've never, you never played a Street Fighter game before, there's probably going to be a steep learning curve here for you because I don't really know what it is, and Kyle, maybe you can tell me because I know you spend a lot of time on Mortal Kombat and Injustice, a lot more than me and Matt do because me and Matt both suck at it. Um, we talked about uh, people out there listening. Y'all have no idea when we've whenever we've had like ties on stuff that we voted for. We've talked about having Mortal Kombat tournaments, and we just give Kyle whatever it is he voted for because we <laughs> not subject ourselves to that. So, um, Kyle, I can't put my finger. Am I weird for thinking that this game, the fighting, does feel different from those games? No, it definitely it definitely feels like a more like arcade style. I think that's how it's you know okay. how it's built. Like I don't know the modern the modern controls were all right. They were a little bit confusing um, because like sometimes I don't know. I I think that I would have preferred the classic, but then I tried the classic and it was just way too complicated. And I was like, dude, why is you know why are both of these confusing? I don't know. Maybe I just suck at Street Fighter. I wasn't really the biggest fan of it, you know, growing up. I think that I always kind of geared towards the NetherRealm games because they're, I don't know, the fighting styles are a little bit easier to control. The, the combos are a lot more easy to remember, and I feel like they're a lot more fluid. This game, I think, relied heavily on nostalgia for this for the franchise. And I give them credit. They tried with the World Tour, and I would like to see that make a comeback and then fix everything that we complained about. Maybe focus a lot more on the World Tour than on the arcade mode, because I, it feels like they focused more on the arcade mode than they did the World Tour. And it was like, why even include it then at that point? Just release it, you know, with a, a regular story that's not open world, and if all you want to focus on is the arcade play, you know? Yeah, and, and that's kind of my big thing is, if, if for someone who's not played a lot of Street Fighter, it was really, really difficult for me to try to sit there and put time in on these combos because it feels like, again, I'm almost just mashing buttons hoping that I learned something because I'm sorry, folks, anyone out there listening that memorizes combos for <laughs> a couple dozen characters, you're weird, first of all, if you do that. You need to go touch grass. You need to go find a job or something. You probably need a shower. Let's be real. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I just, I, especially when we got the different styles and the different stances, I just felt like, I felt like I was just struggling. Like, Luke's was pretty basic and was pretty simple, but I, I had a hard time understanding the different styles of the fighters, especially in the arcade mode. So, like, there was the, the standard, which I think was, like, Ryu and, and Luke, and I think maybe one other character in there. And, like, I used them, and I was like, okay, this is fine. This is relatively simple. I can do this. Now, of course, I wanted to branch out and try other characters. I picked up Dalsim just randomly because I hit random, and I got my ass handed to me in two rounds. And I had no idea what I did wrong. I thought I was doing combos, and it turns out I wasn't. So, again, <laughs> could more or less be just me being bad at the game. I'm completely open to that. But it just felt like there wasn't really much explanation of maybe how to, you know, pick up certain characters, how to play certain characters. It just kind of felt like there wasn't much hand-holding here, and I feel like that a little bit of hand-holding could have gone a long way for this, especially for newer players. I think games like this, you know, that's the best part about fighting games, I feel like, is in most cases, not going to be the case with Mortal Kombat 1 here in a few months. In most cases, you don't really have to have played the previous one to be able to pick up the new one. 
you can typically just pick up. They're not always really connected like that. Tekken and Street Fighter have never been connected. Mortal Kombat and Injustice are obviously, but that's obviously Nether Realm, and that's a completely different story. That's a there Nether Realm is playing a different fucking game, is what I learned from this game. Yeah, they're they really playing are. a they're playing a different kind of game. Like Nether Realm is the king of fighting games, in my opinion. Um, but I just I felt like there wasn't really enough help for newer players here. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, Matt. What's your biggest positive takeaway from this game? So we're talking about new players. I actually do like the introduction of the of the modern controls um, yes. because it's very much like for someone like me. And you know, we're talking about memorizing button you know you know button presses to, in order to pull off specific specials. Like with modern controls, it really is just a button master's dream, and that's what I do. I button mash in these games. Like I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, I don't let anyone fool you, dude. Everyone that is not a professional Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, (laughs) Tekken player, everyone that is not a professional button mashes. And if you're out there listening, you're saying, oh, they use combos. No, you don't. Oh no, my god! Don't. I remember in a party, you, Rusty was like, "I can hear Matt's controller." Like you just hear him. <laughs> just go! Oh my god! Come on, just do something. I'm just like he is over there. He is giving these buttons a workout. <laughs> I can hear them clicking. Um, I think with the introduction of the modern controls, I I do think that this is kind of um. You know, new to new to the franchise. You know, new user friendly for people who haven't played Street Fighter. But I mean, if you're gonna, if you, if you have played Street Fighter, you played five, six, four, whatever. You know, or five, six, three, and all that. Then you know, you're full right at home with the uh, with the classic. Like I went with, back with the classic, and it was like I felt like I did a little bit better. But at the same time, I think I just got myself so used to the modern controls because it's just more, you know, my speed, my style in this day and age, especially with my age. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm with you. I don't know. I kind of I kind of just felt like everything, everything in this game, like everything was really good. Like they're like the I, th- I feel like the mechanics are good in this game, but I feel like it caters a whole lot more to players that have played this this franchise for a while now. And that's OK. Not every franchise is for every gamer out there. That's completely understandable. I'm okay with that. I'm a From Software fan. So I, I cannot bitch about a franchise not being for everybody. So, uh, Kyle, I'll, I'll let you kind of take us home. What's one thing you hope with the next entry in this, in this franchise, what, what do you hope they build on from this game? For me, I think the biggest thing needs to be the story i get not a lot of fighting games are remembered for their stories but injustice and mortal Kombat are i mean there's a reason we keep talking about them there's a reason everybody you know knows the names injustice and mortal Kombat because i mean there's a reason that there's been a movie there's been multiple mortal Kombat movies you know i mean injustice had an animated movie that wasn't good but i mean still it, it shows that they're remembered for their stories so much so that somebody wanted to make a movie of it. And if Street Fighter would do the same thing, if Street Fighter would have a better, you know, story, and I think that, you know, it would... Street Fighter Seven would be remembered for it. It would be remembered for having this crazy story where not every character survives and where, you know, it's not so generic. Yeah. Street Fighter Six ultimately it it really does kind of feel that way, unfortunately, especially in the story mode in World Tour. It just 
feels I don't want to say low effort because I think a lot of effort was put into it. We've obviously we obviously have all heard the stories of how game devs craft a crunch to get some of these games out on time and we still see the issues they have, so they have to crunch after launch anyways. I feel like a lot of effort went into this, but I don't know. I feel like there's just a lot of there's a lot of things that could have been better about this game, could have been a little bit more new user friendly, but I still think if you're willing, if you're looking to scratch that fighting game itch, I feel like Street Fighter VI is still a pretty solid game. And as someone who doesn't love spending full price on games, I can see enough there in the Battle Hub, which we didn't even talk about a lot, is the online system. And I think that the problem with that is, you know, there's it's a little convoluted how you can get matched up with your friends. And then for some reason, Kyle, when you and Matt fought, I couldn't watch your screen share. I don't know why that happened. That was yeah, that, that was, was kind of freaking weird. That was really really dumb. So I I don't know. Like I, I think that there's a lot to improve on here, and there's a lot of really good stuff as well. So I think that you know, the the big thing is it's a quality game. You're looking to scratch that fighting game itch. I think this is a good game for you. And if not, you've got two other games coming on the horizon with Mortal Kombat One and Tekken. You know, coming later this year as well. So that is a good spot to wrap up. So that is going to do it for this episode of Side Mission. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Side Mission Pod. You can follow us on Facebook as well at Side Mission Podcast. For the boys, for Kyle, for Matt, I'm Rusty. Thanks for listening.